Hi, and welcome to a quick thought episode of the Teach for the Heart podcast, where you'll get a powerful idea or word of encouragement in a short, to-the-point format. Here we go. Today, I want to talk to you about a mistake I made when I first started out teaching. It was a big one, and it really caused a lot of problems in my classroom, led to a lot of behavior issues and a lot of chaos, and I don't want you to have this same problem. So my biggest mistake my first year of teaching, well, there were many, but one of the biggest ones was not having a plan. Um, Now, I did have a plan for academics and how I would teach. I was very good at that. But I had no idea how I deal with misbehavior beyond just giving a teacher look. I really don't know what I was thinking or how I thought I was going to be able to deal with issues with no plan, but it really, really did not did not work well. And looking back, this is what I realized. Some teachers can get away with having without having a plan. Um, some teachers have a natural authoritative presence. Or if you're a veteran with lots of experience, you have confidence and an endless toolbox of strategies to pull from. But for me, starting out at 22 years old and not hating, hating confrontation, definitely did not have authoritative presence. Five foot two, first year teacher, no. It did not go well. Uh, When students started misbehaving, I didn't really do anything because I didn't know what to do because I didn't have a plan. I guess I figured, I don't know if I just figured I'd figure it out in the moment, but in the moment I had no idea what to do. And so I kind of just did nothing. I mean, I figured it's just little whispers, comments, you know, no big deal. It's fine. But it wasn't. Um, Little misbehaviors don't stay little. You've probably seen that in your own classroom. If they're not addressed, they grow and they grow. And since I didn't have a plan and I wasn't dealing with them, that's exactly what happened. They grew and they grew. And before I knew it, I was standing in front of an basically out-of-control class trying desperately to regain their attention and failing way more often than not. Things finally started to turn around when I met with my mentor (laughs) – and said, what do I do? And I got a plan. It was not a perfect plan. I've shared with you before how um, what what she recommended to me. um, It had to do with giving warnings and all of that. But the point is, it didn't have to be this perfect plan. It was a plan. It was something, something to do. And when I started implementing it, things started to turn around. Now, it wasn't overnight. Turning a huge ship takes a while. But gradually, I started to see improvement. And more importantly, I was building my skills and confidence that I could actually do this because classroom management is really about what we as teachers do. It's less about whether our students always do what they should all the time because they never will. It's about are we responding the right way. And so when when we build our skills and confidence, it is so valuable. And then I took those new skills and confidence and started year two off with them. It was night and day better. I was able to establish order and keep disruptions from taking root in the first place. It was so much more fun and enjoyable to teach even though I had a lot of the same students that had caused so much problems the year before. Having a plan, and in particular, if you can start the school year with a plan, it is so, so valuable. And over this summer, actually, right now, as this episode is airing, we're running a class called Your Smooth Running Classroom. And so many teachers have said, oh my goodness, I didn't realize what I was missing. Like, I felt like something's wrong with my classroom management. I can't figure what it is. It's because I didn't have a plan. I don't. I didn't know what I was doing. And so that's what I would say to you. If you feel like classroom management has been a struggle, you know, dealing with student behavior and you all often feel confused or frustrated or like, why isn't this working? Ask yourself, 
do you really have a plan? Do you have a, a plan? And when I say a plan, I mean, do you have, have you written down? Because sometimes we think we have a plan in our head, but it's so fuzzy when it's in our head. It's just like, I mean, we can really fudge it. We can think we have a plan, but we don't. <laughs> but have you ever sat down and written down? When this happens, I'll do this. When this happens, I'll do this. When this happens, I'll do this. Having, if you haven't ever done that, that is so incredibly valuable to sit down, write out a plan, and have it clearly in front of you. And if you'd like help with that, I have two things that I recommend to you. The first are some free trainings that we're going to be doing at the end of July, our Back to School Classroom Management Solutions training. So definitely recommend that. It's completely free. You can sign up at teachfortheheart.com slash training. That's teachfortheheart.com slash training. And then if you really want to take it to the next level and you want me to walk you through step-by-step how to develop a written plan for your class, and you can honestly do it in as few as five days, then I would recommend to you our one of our new programs called the Respectful Classroom, where we help you do just that. We walk you through the process. And you can get all the details at teachfortheheart.com slash respect. Teachfortheheart.com slash respect. Well, thank you guys again so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep trusting. You really are making a difference.